Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now, and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, Ben, I've had a long day, oh, and I'm a little bit tired, so cheer me up. Well, I'm here for you. Appreciate uh, that. Normally, I would just, you know, I'm, I'm actually... I want to hear more. Tell me what made your day so long and difficult. Just ignore the you know, ignore the microphone. It's just us now. I have I've just spent a long day in the IT mines and uh, utility billing mines and mining that crypto. That is we that that's our main thing. That's actually this is on the download, so this is just between me and you. But our new company venture is we're going to start mining Bitcoin. Now, people are saying it's a little late to get into it, but I think we've got like a server and a half. I think we can get a few. A few you never know. You never know when you're going to hit that rich, you know, you know, sticky, icky vein of, uh, you know, delicious Bitcoin. Right. And yeah. when you hit that, you're never going to regret committing yeah. those servers. Yeah. Like in the Beverly Hillbillies, when you just never know when you're going to get lucky and you're just, you're shooting at some food and up comes a bubbling crude. A Bitcoin. Yeah, a Bitcoin. Yeah, and nice. So, and that Bitcoin could be laying right along a sheet of Ethereum. And all of a sudden you're double dipping. Yeah. And you're just rich, rich beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah. And then that goes deeper and you strike gold again, and people are like, this is worth nothing, because now everything runs on Bitcoin. Everything. And, yeah. So what are you going to do? I don't mean to weigh on your mind more, but I need to know, is your employer doing something to mitigate the risk of crypto black loan? Oh, it's 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 a solid investment. Like, there's no, this is 100%, um, like... Good to go. So, so, so you're saying that you have proper equipment to be mined. You're not down there breathing in <laughs> the stink of crypto and poisoning yourself oh, with it. I mean, we are because like this is not a unionized investment. Like we are putting our lives at risk. But he has promised us through a handshake deal that we are going to get like what we earn out of it that's i mean that's good because you're gonna have to you know at the old age of 45 that's right. you're gonna you're gonna have to start paying those medical bills yeah because you know i know you're i've watched you've got the hunch going i do i have the hunch i know going. you've got the hunch i've got the bit long there's there's a little bit of there's a little gimp going mm-hmm. i don't know what you did to your knee i didn't i again i shouldn't be bringing it oh, up. oh i just hit my knee on the table that's all oh, okay happened, so not on the crypto table. Not on the crypto table. Because swinging, swinging those servers in the crypto mine. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be careful. You do, and you have to, man. You you've got to like pack a punch too. Like these servers do not swing themselves. You've really got to get in there and hack away at this Bitcoin to I'm, get it. I knew that you were, you know, hitting those. I did ask our boss. I was like, wouldn't it be easier if we use like picks and whatnot instead of like paying for these servers that are super expensive and And heavy? Yeah. And he said, I love you, but shut up. And I was like, oh, well, that was nice. Gosh, yeah. When he said, I love you, can you give me 
just like one clean take of the inflection that he had. He said, I love you, shut up. That's powerful stuff. It's so powerful. It's the most he's talked to me in a long time. I'm choking back tears. <laughs> wow. I know. Yeah, wow. That's that's crypto gold right there. Oh. I mean, nothing's more cutting edge than crypto. <laughs> and nothing's more cutting edge than bicycle racing. That's right. So... <laughs> I really wanted to talk about this article that I read. Uh, and really the title of the article, like any article worth reading these days, is okay. all that you need. And the title... Like, like when we discussed the lizard. That's right. The title of this article was Cyclists Attacked by Aggressive Bull During California Bike Race. <laughs> okay. The California Riding of the Bulls. It was absolute clickbait. Bike riding of the bulls. And I fell I fell hard for this clickbait. You know that I, I love riding my bike. Yes. Uh, and this, this article also had a video, which I... The bull did, in fact, attack cyclists. Oh, God. It's, there's video confirmation. Like it's a headlong... Uh, Engagement, or are they like riding with the bull and he's they're, just swinging the horns? They're or? like in a mountain, which okay. raises the question: like, who put this bull up on this mountain? Okay, that is unanswered. Mm. It's very, it, to me, very. So does he kind of like corner them in like a, a narrow pass? I mean, it's sort of like high plains. I don't want to get too lost. Okay. Okay. Imagine sort of like a sound of music, you know, yes. uh, you know, twirling in a high meadow Absolutely. with mountains surrounding Hills you. Hills are alive. I got gotcha. you. It is rocky. They are not riding road bikes. Okay. But there are also wild animals and semi-wild animals close to the trail okay. that did in fact attack them. But being a cyclist who likes to ride, not always on the road... It really raised a big question in my mind of, you know, how do we defend ourselves against aggressive bulls that are liable to attack us? So that does interest me on... I, I want to get back to the bull, but you said something else that... So when people are biking in this fashion, is it a known quantity that you could face wildlife that could then also... Like, I'm not talking about, like, a squirrel running across the road and you're like, oh, gosh. But I'm talking about, like, a cougar taking a swipe at you as you're coming around a turn. I don't think that anyone is going to ride and in a, in a place or in a way that they think, I know cougars are here. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, like, in a meadowy setting, you know, I guess... A bull might be about the most aggressive thing you could encounter. I mean, you okay. never know yeah. when it. You never know where a cougar is going to be. That's true. You and I are just as vulnerable to cougars. Oh, absolutely. Walking the streets of Lexington. Yeah. As these these gentlemen cycling oh, through the mountains of California. Lex Lexington is littered with cougars. Rot so, with them. Yes. So yeah, lounging on park benches yeah. alongside. You know, I saw a cougar actually. Step out of a paper mache homeless man on a park bench and attack a passerby. No, yep. it was very deceiving and lifelike. <laughs> they're they're getting crafty. You never know where they're going to be. So this bull, <laughs> where? 
So it was in the field? It was in this field, okay. and uh, the guy is riding pretty close to it. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming that he's so ridden he, past... He was, he was taunting the bull. <laughs> it seems like the, the perspective of the video is also one that I feel like the people watching should have seen this coming. Yeah. Like, if the bull was taking note of any cyclist passing by... The distance that they were from the bike trail, this, it could have easily been preventable just by somebody walking 50 feet down the trail yeah. and just waving to the cyclists <laughs> as they come. There's a dangerous bull. Please, yeah. Like, go you know, go around 50 yards. Do you think the... <laughs> I'm imagining now a cyclist that's doing this and as he's riding by the bull, looking at the other cyclist and being like, you dare me to touch this bull? <laughs> They're like, no, we don't. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna it's do like, it. He's, he's like, like, please don't. He's envisioning sort of like a walking, you know, like a uh, Russell Crowe in the fields of wheat. You know, yes. he reaches out his hand and his, you know, brushes the golden hair of the <laughs> bull as he rides by in the beautiful sun. So, the real question on my mind is: Is there a dis? Maybe a disguise. Maybe we could disguise cyclists in more camouflaged oh, okay. uh, bike wear or, uh, you know, a deterrent. I'm not going to, you know, of course you could carry a gun, but it's cumbersome, mm-hmm. you know, and cyclists are all about lightweight. Right. And you'd have to carry a pretty big gun to take down a bull or even deter it. Sure. And not just anger it. So maybe like a harpoon or maybe like a carbon fiber harpoon that's like (laughs) along the top tube of the bicycle. Yeah. So that, you know, you see a bull entering the path and you know, you know, I'm going to have to Captain Ahab this bull. Right. Yeah. Almost like like a lance to where you're charging the bull. Mm. And we're, I mean, we're pretty close to what bullfighting is now. <laughs> it's going to be extremely controversial. <laughs> but the d- main difference is here, the goal of cycling is still mm. to ride your bike. This is all safety. This, this is, is just, all yeah. 100% safety. So what about this? What about uh, cyclist clowns? What if you have a fleet of clowns riding ahead of you? Continually riding the dangerous sections. So you sort of have, like, the cyclists are the main show. Yeah. But then you've also got bulls chasing around clowns on bicycles. And they hop off. They hop off. They do that cool thing where you, like, go to one side of your bike and still ride it a little bit. And then they, like, run and they're like, hey there, hey there, hey there. Maybe you have some barrels placed it so they can just <laughs> jump into the barrel real quick. I like that idea. I think more people would watch cycling if that happened. I would. Yeah. And I like cycling. You know what? Let's let's just make cycling dangerous. Like more dangerous than it is. And like let's add some like spike pits. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so this this brings me to uh, a little activity that I really wanted to get into with you. Okay. So, I did watch the video, mm. which, you know, it's always a risk uh, when, when you hear that somebody was attacked or, you know, fell or something like that, and there's a video. But uh, I was relieved at the conclusion of the video 
you know, some text pops up because they know people are secretly watching this at work. Right. You're not going to listen to this. You're going to read the text. <laughs> You're right. Uh, and the chief excitement officer of the race <laughs> did make a statement to the press so that everybody knew the cyclists were okay. Okay. Um, and so I was thinking the chief excitement officer must deal with a lot of excitement for bicycle races. He's the chief. He's the chief of excitement. And so I'd like for you to pitch to me the the CEO, okay, of bicycle racing. Mhm. Some ideas that might make cycling a little bit more exciting. A little bit more exciting. Okay. Let me think about it for a second. So, what if <clears throat> What if we... Uh, you can't just walk here into my office. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, bring, bring. Uh, yes? Uh, yeah, I would like to set up an appointment with the CEO of Cycle. You're going to have to call my secretary. Oh, uh, you know what? Let's just bypass that. Can here. you pass me through the secretary? Just come on in. Okay. Uh, thanks. Can I... Do I still need to be on the phone or can I... No, please get off the phone. Uh, just okay. get in the office. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, so, what do you think about this bull thing? Uh, I'm just glad nobody got hurt. Oh, well. It's, it's really... You're really I not going to like my pitches then. I was hoping that nobody would bring it up today, because it's kind of been a hard day. I've been handling a lot of excitement. Okay. Uh, obviously you know about the bull ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, also, well, yeah, okay. uh, some it. children fell beneath the the ball line mm-hmm. in the ball pit and we're lost for 45 minutes okay uh apparently too many balls were placed in the ball pit this, this is the ball pit that was along the cycling path uh, none other <laughs> but intended okay. only for ch- child use gotcha gotcha, gotcha not gotcha. for cyclist use okay let me just make a note real quick because um, i need to change my pitch with that knowledge in mind i'm open to other ball pit related ideas I'm yeah. not anti-ball pit. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen Return of the Jedi, sir? Uh, you know, I know I've seen the Starship uh, movies, but just refresh me real quick. Yeah, so in this, there are tiny bear creatures that mm. are in this land. Pokemon? And, um, <laughs> not Pokemon. Okay. Uh, they're, they're called uh, Ewoks, but we don't have time to get into all the lore, but... My cousins called me Ewok. Okay. <laughs> when <laughs> are they? Are you, are my cousins here? No, they're, they're forget not. it. No, no, no. Forget yeah, it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'd love to hear your idea. <clears throat> so the Ewoks, uh, they team up and they defeat the evil empire um, using just sticks and stones. And so here's what I'm thinking: really bring in uh, that real cycling crowd, and we could offer some excitement through. <laughs> People being able to throw stones at these cyclists as they come through. Um, we could also set up some of those traps. You know, like the fun traps that you'll see in movies sometimes where they have like a swinging log that will just oh. absolutely wipe out these cyclists. Log like, traps. I mean, you can probably get a dozen at a time and uh, wow. do that. Yeah. Um, actually, <clears throat> so just to pause here for a second, you may have misunderstood. Uh, my job as the mm-hmm. chief excitement officer, I do like cycling. Okay. And cyclists. 
Yeah, but but go on. We want it to be dangerous because that's what the people want now. Like UFC is like through the roof. Oh, now you're speaking my language. Yeah, ratings, baby. Ratings. The NFL is nowhere to go but up with these guys. Like I can't think of a recent controversy in any. It just makes me want to watch it more. Yeah, absolutely. And so the more violent, the better. So you're suggesting that we maybe make an empire of cycling an evil empire yeah and this evil empire uh stages uh, an invasion via cycle (laughs) right at every race yeah and then your beloved uh ewoks yes my beloved uh, the the people of cycling yeah they stage a rebellion yeah. against this. No, no, no. Yeah, we're only inviting people that don't enjoy cycling at this point. I know it sounds like controversial, but that's our pe- target audience. People, people, anger is a better motivator than joy in a lot of ways. I'm going to let you in on a secret. Okay, something that all of us in the cycling world know: there are more people who dislike cycling than like it. So that's what I'm saying. We are we're branding to the wrong audience. I got got it. You tell uh, all these folks out here that don't like cycling that you get to chuck rocks and set up elaborate like destructive traps for cyclists. Wow, people are gonna flock to these competitions. I'm thinking we're going to have to actually shorten the length of the races. No, see, that's the fun part is you can have teams to where you just like keep putting people in there and. Almost a yeah. Thunderdome scenario. Basically, yes. Wow. Well, this was a very constructive meeting. I yeah. appreciate you bringing this to my attention. Absolutely. Uh, I'll also send you over to the chief medical officer. Uh, I think that he has a psych evaluation that you're going to need to take. Uh, and uh, he'll be able to tell you whether or not you'll be released from custody. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thank you for your time. and um... Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm rooting for you. I want to hear more of these ideas. <laughs> Sir, it's so good to see you again. I haven't seen you since college. It's very good to see you. No. You were a lot older than me, so you probably don't remember, but like I used to hang out at the table in the cafeteria, like kind of away from you and Bradley. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is that no, I'm sorry, no. Um Jonathan? No. Uh forgive me. I I'm so excited to see you that your name escapes me. That's okay. My name is Robertson. Robertson. It's very exciting to have you here. It's exciting to hear your new idea for cycling. Yeah. Um, So, did you see the recent events with the bull? I handled the recent events with the bull. Oh, so you were the mastermind of this. I'm not going to say I was or I wasn't, but let's just say it was very exciting. Gotcha. I, wait, hold on. I'm going to step out of this bit for a second and just say I do like the idea of there being like a an Ace Ventura style like bull that was there. You've got somebody like in the bull that actually like attacked the cyclists as they were coming through. So. In this instance, there were five men in the bull. <laughs> One for each leg and one controlling the head, right? Of course. (laughs) Four men holding up one man and smashing his head into cyclists. Oh, Oh you nailed it. Goodness.
Gosh. <laughs> and so did those very bull-like fights. You would minutes. just think they would do some sort of quality control on this track. Like, this was a professional event, right? Yeah. Or at least quasi-professional. <laughs> I'm sure the people paid to be part of this event. Oh, man. Okay, all right. So, <clears throat> here's my pitch. So, I, I love the bull idea. Absolutely Thank Thank infatuated you. with it. It um, was genius, if it, I do say it, so myself. It was genius. Um, here, So, here's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry, what was your name again? <laughs> it was Robertson. Robertson. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. Yeah, I yeah. You know me. I, <laughs> I'm, a little less, I'm a little less excited, but here we go. We're uh, we're. That's what I'm excited. here for. <laughs> there. What if we start both set of cyclists on opposite ends of the course? I'm loving it so much already. They just go careening toward each other the whole time. Wow. And it's just this. Where it's like calm, it's like a normal bike race for about half of the bike race. Okay, I don't like the calm part, but go ahead and get (laughs) to... Well, it builds suspense. Like, we're really Mm. talking about something that's going to build anticipation, and you you know what's going to happen. Suspense is exciting. But as soon as they get to that meeting point uh, where they're crossing paths, it just becomes absolute chaos. The very idea of chaos Mm. sends me into... An ecstatic realm of just visions and dreams. I can't even... You're going to have to bring me back down to earth. How about this? <laughs> I need to tether myself to reality. Please do. By engaging with this idea as fully as possible. Mm-hmm. Because my mind is running wild. Okay. My normal assistant isn't here. Who normally you know, gives me a healthy dose of whatever it is that makes me less excited. I can't remember what it is because I'm so excited right now. But what if we match the cyclists yeah. one to another. Yeah. So that as they cross paths, they have to seek each other out. And they yeah. actually, if you allow your opposing cyclist to... Okay. To reach the other side, you suffer a debilitating penalty. It's impossible to oh, win. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's impossible to win the race without first disabling your opponent. Yeah, it's. It reminds me of the the kid that would play Mario Kart with us as we were growing up. Then instead of racing because Brian, they weren't Brian. very good, Brian, they would just turn. I can't around believe at I the got start. that on my first try. <laughs> they would just turn around at the start and ride toward the other people. Uh, just to attack in that fashion. And so... Genius. It's yeah. exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, uh, you have the power that you wield over analogy, simile, <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> Staggering. The other, the other Jonathan, option. was it? Uh, Robertson. Robertson. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. Robertson. Robert Robertson. Um, the, uh, the other idea that I had was 300 Spartans. I'm listening. We just put 300 Spartans. Let me just say, that movie was so exciting. I lost consciousness after five minutes. (laughs) And I don't remember the rest of the movie. Well, most of it was in slow motion, so... That helps me. Which is also going to be a part of the whole... There will be a portion of the race That that, that has to occur in slow motion. Yeah. That sounds very exciting. And there's no science behind it. It's just the requirement of the cyclists is they to have move to slow in down. Slow motion. 
I am loving these ideas. Yeah. I'm loving them. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe also to make sure that these cyclists can find their opponent on the battle on the race course. <laughs> we we have to be careful what language we use here at the World Cycling Headquarters. Even the CEO. Yeah. Trust me. I can get overexcited. In today's and day and age, I mean. Ooh, you never know who's listening. You're not wearing a wire, are you? I hope not. It doesn't oh, matter. At all times. Let's keep going. Perhaps they could line up opposite each other. Almost a uh, Red Rover scenario. Yes. And each each opposing side we pause their time at the at their point of contact yes so that each cyclist still maintains their the integrity of their own race <laughs> and yet has ample time to battle their opponent mm-hmm. perhaps uh, one at a time would would lend itself to better viewing we're we're about ratings here as well right there's nothing more exciting than high ratings <laughs> that's right <laughs> We want them sky high. Oh. Could you boost ratings in any other way? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pitched out. That's Those were my two options. What if the work. bike pedals were fish? I've, I've had a few other ideas that I've okay. been tossing around. What if the bike was a fish? What if fish well, were riding on top of the bicyclists? What if the cyclist carried a live fish halfway across the course and then was forced to butcher it and create sushi rolls they could use we you know you have those motorized bicycle lights that that are on the front and we could have a, a small rice cooker on the front of their bicycle <laughs> and if and then if your sushi isn't good then you die of course maybe not <laughs> but maybe we can explore that idea oh man all right and i wow and scene thank you that i I just i enjoyed that a lot that yeah that was good (laughs) man there's it's so interesting to me i don't know what else we could do to like pump up cycling like (laughs) besides making it dangerous like i don't know how you make it more like make it put them put them on bikes and make them juggle while they while they do it or something like that that's an idea (laughs) i saw an old photograph in a book about the history of the tour de france and uh you know nowadays you've got the cyclists and they'll like ride by and their team uh, vehicle will come up during certain legs of races <clears throat> and hand them like a satchel <clears throat> that has, you know, new water bottles and, uh, you know, very calculated, precise nutrition like bars, you know, gels, yeah. whatever. And they just like, they'll just like throw their old water. They just chuck everything on the ground and the fans just devour it like a, a horde of zombies. You know, they're just like... They can't wait to get this used stuff that's been thrown on the ground by yeah. these cyclists. Uh, they were also starving back then, so that's why. Well, just... this is like today, so oh. like this is like <laughs> deeply, you know, this is like man. And I'll I'll be honest, I'd love to jump out there and grab one of those water bottles, but uh, the, you know, the, this is circa two thousand, you know, twenty twenties yeah. here, or I don't know, I haven't really. Won- <laughs> I haven't really been watching during COVID, but uh, let me just say that my knowledge of this is based loosely on reality. But I saw this old photograph of 
you know, back in when they were, you know, on these steel frame bicycles, you know, just chugging through the the Alps and it, on like some dirt roads and stuff like that sometimes. And uh, there's a photograph of one cyclist sitting on the side of the road with a satchel that had like a baguette and he was smoking a cigarette just taking a break from the bike race. There you go. Gotta open up those lungs. I mean, good old... I mean, the good old days 60s bicycle rest period was a baguette and a cigarette. A cigarette. I mean... I'm sure... Maybe a shot glass of water. Maybe a shot glass of water. All right, so... I want to talk about something that happened that was very special at uh, at church the other day. Oh. Um, our pastor was confessing his former love for professional wrestling. Did you ever watch professional wrestling? I could have ended a number of ways, but <laughs> I'm glad it ended like that. Uh, I, you know, as a true child of the 90s, mm. uh, I, of course, like in grade school and loved professional wrestling yeah uh was not really allowed to watch it secretly watched professional sure. wrestling oh yeah i mean well, yeah we were watching in the 90s during the attitude era so this oh. is what this was like the harder core type stuff that they still had on cable this is also like the wild west of cable when they were still i don't know figuring out what cable was exactly yeah and so um yeah anyways wild wild era did you did you have a favorite wrestler Oh man! I mean, I loved The Rock. Okay, I had yeah. to, you have to love The Rock. Everyone loves the Dwayne Rock Johnson. Yeah. He, yeah, big, I still big love him. him. Yeah, yeah, ton of charisma. Well, not. I was a big fan of Shawn Michaels, Heartbreak Kid. He was a part of Degeneration mm-hmm. X. Did his own thing. He had been around for a long time. Anyways, so <clears throat> our pastor used this for a sermon illustration. It was great. Like he connected it and, and all that good stuff. But what? I got stuck on for a hot second was with all these wild church concepts out there. Mm. What if we develop something called wrestle church to where you, it is, it is church, but, but more. I like it. Like, yeah. Welcome to the house of pain. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So you, you've got that whole, that whole situation um, and then you, you've got things maybe like imagining while the sermon's going on that you've got like another pastor coming in, like interrupting it. You've got like oh, tag yeah. team sermons going in and then maybe oh. pastors from other churches arrive. <laughs> coming, in, coming in to challenge. <laughs> running in and you hear their music because they come running down the aisle with like <laughs> chairs and, <laughs> and they're shouting, I'm going to bring you to your knees. <laughs> Like, oh no, he's got him in the Cairo. That's a classic hold. <laughs> oh, no. uh, oh my goodness. Confess your sins, brother. <laughs> well, the other thing that made me laugh was just like knowing our church, that would be so I mean it's outrageous for anybody, but it would just be so outrageous. And then I started thinking about bringing this up to you. And if because you go to the Anglican church, could you just imagine Father Martin? Oh no. <laughs> Oh. oh my word he would have to be one of those wrestlers where like 
you watch what they do and you're like, I don't believe what's really happening here. But he'd be insanely powerful, but it would be contrived. Yeah. How could you could I mean one day you imagine going in there and he wears he wears the whole oh he yeah he wears the whole vest like the long you know the robe down you imagine him tearing that open and he has on like a singlet with like boots (laughs) (laughs) and he's like who's ready for communion (laughs) I'm about to bless you (laughs) that's right okay yes yeah are you ready to come forward. To accept an ultimate grace, <laughs> or to accept the ultimate can of whoop ass. <laughs> oh, I think you'd have to have like uh, two characters, you know, that were like the angel on the shoulder and the devil on the shoulder. Absolutely. They would be like the ultimate tag team twins. Yeah, they come in and like the devil, like the devil's always going to end up turning on his twin angel brother. Oh, oh, I like that. I also kind of like the idea of the, that kind of back and forth in a tag team where the angel's like, don't, yeah, come on, like, don't, don't do it. Don't hit him that one extra time. And yeah. then he's just like, he's like, yeah. And the crowd gets in. They're yeah. like, hit him. Let's and he's go. like, no, show mercy, show mercy. <laughs> oh. oh, man. This also came up a little bit because we've been watching this show called Righteous Gemstones. And the pastor oh. in it, I, this is another reason I just had to bring it up. The pastor in it used to be a wrestler. Oh. And so he talks about like the showmanship and that's how he made his church so big was it's like the same kind of principle and all that kind of stuff. Oh, so, that that oddly is, makes sense. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. But <laughs> but it is what it is. But yeah, I just thought what an interesting idea. Um <laughs> that you just take this place that is usually um so calm and pleasant and a delight to be at and then you just like completely turn it upside down oh yeah who <laughs> i need to ask you who is going to use the tower of babylon as their signature move <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right all of this stuff writes itself i mean there are so many different oh, things man. that you just yeah you name it whatever you want to name it, and we're then... probably already infringing on somebody's copyright. Oh, I'm sure the yeah. words we've spoken are we're certainly not the first to speak them. Yeah, well, but we're the first. We're the first in a podcast podcast medium. I'm just going to say that right now. Oh yeah, and that's ours now. Yeah, so it is. It's ours. Sorry, everyone else. <laughs> we we stake the claim to this. We intend to use it <laughs> for it. an actual wrestle church. For wrestle church. <laughs> Do you think there's a possibility that Jesus was actually forming a wrestling team? <laughs> With the 12. With the 12. I, <laughs> I got some fishermen. I mean, these guys have got to be pretty I was gonna strong say, they, guys. They know what to do. Um, you know, he, he looked out across the, the waves, the glistening waves, yeah. and saw some very capable wrestlers. Yeah, Simon the Zealot was, I mean, a Zealot was like a, a militant warrior. So he's, he's definitely the heel. Uh, well, actually, Judas is definitely the hill, if we're, <laughs> if we're being honest. So.
Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.